They met in the most neutral site that could be found, a New Orleans funeral home. There, just feet from caskets, urns, and rosaries, two competing visions for the future of America's poor and dispossessed collided. The issue at hand, a proposal to turn Joseph A. Craig Elementary School into a charter school, drew dozens of parents, children, teachers, and community leaders from the surrounding neighborhood called Treme. At first, the gathering in March 2010 seemed routine and parochial. Teachers came concerned about their jobs. Parents needed to know if Craig would stay open. Neighborhood residents wanted to ensure the school's name remained the same. The conversation that night quickly devolved into a public battle between two African-American men who, on the surface, had much in common. Both were lifelong New Orleanians who grew up attending the city's public schools. Both stood over six feet tall. Both were community luminaries, well known for their devotion to educating the city's thousands of schoolchildren. And both Jerome Smith and Tony Rickasner brought the best of intentions to the meeting at the funeral home that night. Tony Rickasner had the look and bearing of a professor, tall, thin, and bespectacled, with a neatly trimmed mustache and a soft, friendly voice. As children squirmed and Craig's existing teachers looked on skeptically, he described the proposal to turn Craig into a charter school. Craig had been failing Treme's children for decades. It failed to meet minimum standards for academic performance when the Orleans Parish School Board ran it before Hurricane Katrina. And state intervention after the flood did little to change that pattern. First Line, the organization Rick Hasner helped create, posted superior results at the two charter schools it already ran in New Orleans. Rick Hasner, a trained school psychologist, co-founded the city's first charter school in 1998. He hoped the increased flexibility afforded charters would allow him to better serve children. Some criticized him for leaving only one foot in the black community as he allied himself with many white business and political leaders in his efforts to change the education system. Now, four and a half years after Katrina, the movement Rick Hasner had helped start prevailed. A coalition of local power brokers backed by several of the nation's wealthiest foundations and top politicians moved quickly to charter the city's schools. At heart, many of the reformers were technocrats. They believed unelected experts, not politicians, should run the schools, and that decisions should be based on science and data, not relationships or tradition. But some of their language was anything but technocratic. They considered their cause the civil rights movement of the 21st century, and often described themselves as part of the movement. The meeting about Craig's future took place in the Charbonnet Labat Glapian Funeral Home, one of the country's oldest black-run parlors. Throughout the 1960s, civil rights leaders met secretly in African-American funeral homes to coordinate their efforts and find common cause. But reproachment proved elusive that March night, a half-century later.